I think unanimously we can all agree that at some point in our lives, we would be completely okay getting railed by Ryan Reynolds. And I need to make this abundantly clear. Um, I am a straight man, um, but there are some men that I look at and say, this is a specimen that needs to be admired, uh, praised in some situations. And the couple of Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, like, seems like it's just unfair, like the genetic pool when it comes to looks. Um, but I think that that is the thing of the day. And I think that every single man has a soft spot in his heart for Ryan Reynolds. Do you think this is true, Joe? No. You don't, you don't think that it's true? Mm -mm. Well. Can we just talk about the absolute chokehold that Ryan Reynolds has on every straight man? Like, every straight man is obsessed with Ryan Reynolds. Like, he's attractive, he's funny, he seems like he's got a good personality, I like the guy. But every straight man is absolutely obsessed with him. And I'll explain it. The reason why, and you're actually one of the first people who, like, I have, when I've talked about the topic of what men, uh, while being a straight man, that I, that I would go gay for, Ryan Reynolds is always at the pinnacle. He's almost at Everest, might you say. And it's one of those things where I think it's a perfect mix of being extremely good looking, uh, being incredibly talented. Um, he's now the owner of Mint Mobile. That actually has nothing to do with it. Um, but you can pay 15 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and data um, for only 15 bucks a month under Mint's new ownership. Um, this is not an ad. I just saw a commercial for it. And also, Ryan Reynolds is one of the funniest character actors on the planet. And I know that his most famous uh, performance over the past like five years has got to be Deadpool by like miles above everything else. But Ryan Reynolds, as that female said in a video on TikTok, when I saw it, I was like, Ryan Reynolds does have a chokehold, at least on me. And I guess I, I mean, wouldn't be complained about being choked either. Well, here's my thing and why I said no. Um, as I went and I just looked up all of the different movies that Ryan Reynolds is in, and yeah. while he is a, like, name that I know and I know his face because people talk about him, I don't think I've seen a single one of his films. You've never seen a Deadpool? Mm -mm. You're joking me. No. It was like, I, I completely correct me if I'm wrong. This is probably not the right statistic. But like, I thought that Deadpool was one of like the highest grossing R-rated movies in theaters ever. Well, that doesn't mean that I've seen it. Well, no, I just figured that you would have seen it because it was one of the higher grossing Marvel movies. Um, the original probably came out Gosh, I don't know. I'd have to say it was probably at least three or four years ago now, maybe even longer. Uh, I'll just look it up. When was, well, the original Deadpool, and then uh see here. So it was released on February 12th, 2016. Yeah, so I was in the middle of being like a nerd at the time. I didn't give a shit about movies. I mean, I was a nerd too. Like, I was a video game nerd, yeah, but I was also nerd. a superhero Marvel nerd at the same time, like within the same time period. So Yeah, I was, I was just busy living under a rock. So that's why I was... What kind of nerd were you at that point? Well, at that point, I was big into, like, 
engineering and robotics and coding oh, and all okay. that good stuff. So like, okay, because there I are was, different classifications, right? Of nerd. Obviously, yeah. Like you can say that you're a nerd about any subject nowadays. Yeah. So like for me, I was just like it, the entire time, like especially in ninth grade, mm-hmm. I was just super dedicated to the robotics team and like learn everything I can about like engineering and building shit and math and all that good stuff. Yeah. And, what you used so, the quick maths for yeah just exactly. your robotics stuff. right so i was doing that and learning a bunch of that stuff which i mean was great uh but I, I just didn't give a shit about anything else that was surrounding me which i mean in theory is actually pretty sick because then you know if you don't give a shit about other people yeah what they think of you like that's, that's the best mindset that's the have. best mindset but like i was also living under a rock so like i never got to watch like i've never seen a single marvel movie really uh i've never seen a single star wars movie I've never seen a single Star Trek movie. You're, um, but I've seen every single Harry Potter movie like six or seven or eight times. See, but that doesn't make up for it. No, it doesn't. But like Harry, Harry Potter's Potter. a great franchise. Have you seen the Lord of the Rings? Nope. Like any of the Tolkien movies, any of the Hobbit? Nope. Well, I think I've actually seen that. I don't know. I don't remember if I've seen. So there's a lot of movies that I've seen that I don't remember seeing. Um, I don't. So I'm not claiming to have seen the Hobbit, but it could be one of those. Oh geez. Okay, so we have to culture Joe in a lot of movies. There's a whole list. We like, have a list our started. Yeah, we have of started. like movies that like one person says I haven't seen it, and then we're all like, "What? You uncultured swine! We need to watch this." Uh, first one I think on the list is Sandlot. The Sandlot, which, I mean, it just confuses it's me. American classic. No, oh, yeah, it's a piece of Americana yeah. for sure. Uh, I mean, t- just observing the evolution of Smalls and Benny the Jet Rodriguez. In the PF Flyers, the the nostalgia, um, Beethoven playing in the background during the chase scene with the Beast, mm. um, you can't beat it. No, you can't. And then of course the pool scene. I mean, it's right, one, of the, the, pool one of the most recognized. Yeah. Uh, anyways, everybody, welcome, welcome back to the Baseline, to the baseline podcast. podcast. Thank you so much for coming back, um, and thank you for your kind looks on last week's episode. Um, we got to talking a lot about. Uh, Joe's traveling lifestyle mm-hmm. and his uh, adventures of seeing Tito's being taken away and then also having to chug his 32-ounce uh, water bottle in yeah. the airport yeah. as well as going to Cole's kicking camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounded like he had a lot of fun there. I did. And we, uh, we enjoyed talking last week. But this last week as well, Joe was like, yeah, guess what? Screw you guys. I'm coming back with more travel stories the next week because he mm-hmm. went to Colorado I did. this past weekend and just decided that he was just going to do it and he was going to go to the mountains and not invite me. But, um, but you, you know. You I'll, had work. What? You had work. No, I could have gotten off. If you would have invited me, I would have gotten off work. Oh, we had an extra ticket. If you would have invited me. Okay. That, see, the key thing here next is you, time, can, you can say, I had an extra next ticket. Next time, I will invite you for you. Like, if you would have called me and said, hey, Dylan, we have an extra ticket. Is there a chance that you can get off this work work this weekend? I would be like, hell yeah, I'm calling in right now and saying that there was an emergency that I need to attend mm-hmm. to. But no, so you went to Colorado yep. originally for for just like, a, like a, a trip with your dad and you, right? Like, that was just the premise is just go on a little vacay. Yeah. And that was all it was. Yeah. And then who did you stay with when you were there? So we stayed with uh, some of my relatives. Okay. How many? Re- you have relatives out there? Mm-hmm. Like uh, extended family or? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I was going to say because I saw Snapchat stories of him like at bonfires and like in a home. I'm like, I'm sure they didn't get like an Airbnb or anything. No. And then also a shout out Cole and Spence. They were down there. Yeah. Cole goes to school down there and um, and Spence is just living down there. going to get himself a job. He just kind of wanted to get into Colorado and it's a great place to live. It's a beautiful town, beautiful city. Yeah. I tell you um, what, though. Beautiful state. Getting into Colorado life is probably one of the most daunting tasks you can take on purely because the amount that you would be paying it's for expensive. rent yeah, it's expensive. in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an aunt uh, who lives in Colorado, and she lives a little bit outside of Denver. And hearing about what she has to pay for rent mm-hmm. for the condo that she lives in makes yep. me want to vomit because yeah. it's a two-bedroom, and she's paying for like what a four-bedroom would cost here yeah. for a two-bedroom, which is absolutely obnoxious. But this weekend... What were some of the activities you decided to partake in when you went to Colorado? I mean, I'm sure we can guess like the hiking, uh, the being in the mountains um, as Colorado presents for you. But what else did you do? Yeah, so um, we flew in like Thursday morning. My dad's the fucking worst trip advisor, by the way. My he literally has us getting up at 530 every single day to either catch a flight or do some kind of stupid shit. I mean, not stupid shit, it's vacay, but, like, he has us getting up so goddamn early. Like, when we went on vacation to Florida, we were getting up 10, 11 o'clock, getting my beauty sleep because we were out late the night before, so yeah. we wanted to sleep in. This this guy, I mean, it's just ridiculous with him. But we got up early. Uh, well, actually, the trip started yeah, Joe's, first. Joe's not good at waking up. No, I'm not. I got better this summer with my with my job. Yeah, with work uh, at 6 a.m. every day. I'm still got to get good at it. Now that I'm done with that for the summer, I'm... Full reverting back to night. Really? Owl. I thought you weren't gonna revert nah, back. Nah, man. I just, I just can't do it. It's so, like then what, it's so, so then, what hard. time are you gonna wake up every day? Like, well, I mean, Tuesday, Thursday, I have an eight a.m. But like, other than that, I'm probably gonna shoot for a ten thirty lift time. So probably like you know, nine o'clock or something like that. Jeez. Um, part of me really wants to keep my wake up time from this summer. Well, part of me wants to because I know I'm gonna be much, much more productive if I do as I've been all summer. But, like, my body is like, dude, just sleep. So, while maybe I can keep the earlier wake-up time if I go to bed earlier, but I know how college life is, and I know that the friends we have, and I know uh, that it's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's, um, it's a little rough. But, anyways, we got up early. Uh, we went out there. We got to see uh, a bunch of tourist attractions, Red Rock, Garden of the Gods. Um uh, Thursday evening, I went hiking with uh, Cole and Spence and two of their buddies. Um, so that was fun. And then we went to bed, woke up on Friday, and we went down to um, Royal Gorge. Mm. Um, and we got to go uh, whitewater rafting down the sucker. It's about nine miles. Great um, experience. Yep. I got to learn about like different classifications of rapids. Once we were going down ones that like you can die, um, we didn't go down any that you could die. Well, you can technically die on any rapids, but um, these were all pretty fine. And so long as you have good balance, you're going to stay in a raft. So it was fun, though. Um, but what I will mention is the fucking guy. We walk in and we get in and we're like, all right, we're here for our, you know, appointment to do what? Mm-hmm. And how they're many like, people did you go with? It's four boats full of anywhere from six to seven people. Um, How many people did like you bring though? 
was it was just, just me and my dad. dad. Okay. Yeah. None of your extended family. Okay. No. Um, because it was we it was Thursday and Friday, so mm. we they were all still during their work week. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um. So and then when they started to kick things off, the first thing that happened is this dude walks out the door and just fucking screams bloody murder, and he's like, "He's ready to go rafting today." And um, that's what he sounded like. And um, his name was Corbin. Now let me let me dress this guy for you, so you can understand what I'm looking at. This this Paint specimen, me a picture, Picasso. Let's this get... specimen that I'm looking at right now. Oh, he's got whitewater rafting booties on. B- booties. Yep, a staple. Yep, and then he's got leggings on, and these leggings are like celestial, like star type things. So you can like imagine, you know, like with your blues and your purples, and then the stars and whatever. Mm-hmm. Then he's got his swim trunks on, which are um, black striped with, like, red and orange. So, like, great colors, but probably not with the celestial leggings, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Then he had, like, the bright neon undershirt uh, with a buckle around his belly button. uh, and Like a buckle. Jeez, okay. And then, like, uh, on the front of his chest, not, not like his back, on the front he had his, like, rafter, like, vest with like the waterproof like case and whatever all yep. of his goodies there i'm sure it's some like uh you know um emergency like bandages and things like that and then uh he had his not quite pit vipers but like crazy glasses with like chums which if you don't know what those are they're like the strap that goes around the back to keep them on so if they fall off they'll just drop to your neck that's how you engage dad mode by the yeah. way yep and then to top it all off, he had the most exuberant and luscious mullet I have ever seen in my 19 years of living. It was longer than any of the other ones. And on the front, it was shorter than all the rest of them. It was incredible. More so than like a Morgan Wallen mullet? Like yeah, like incredible. Wow. Um, Sounds like an astounding yeah, uh, piece of meat. And he was crazy. But... uh wild man um just like if you think about like camp counselor vibe but like dropping the bullshit and like he's able to swear and like be upfront but he's also allowed to be funny with the safety instead of like being serious about it so he's like yep safety is third right behind um i can't even remember what have he said it like safety was like third and safety I was, like, is uh behind um was, like, uh, behind de- fun uh, and fun and weed um. Yeah, I mean, it, I presume when when I looked at him when in Colorado. Yeah, well, um, the, the guy's name and, is Corbin. Yeah, and, yeah, so. and he has a mullet. But we ended up actually seeing him later that day. He was like at the end of the thing. He uh, on our bus back to the place where we parked. He's like, uh, great spot to eat, um, Big Burger World. Uh, so if you're looking for a place to eat this evening, great spot. So we went there and we ordered and we turn around and there's him with all the rest of the guides from the rafting place going to eat uh, at Big Burger World. It is a great restaurant. I will by get the way. it. Yeah, I'll get into it in a second. But uh, so we went whitewater rafting. We saw like class threes and class four rapids. Um, and then there's this one spot where I got to like get out of the raft, swim down the rapids and then get on a rock jump off big cannonball then i got to pee down there which was on my bucket list so yes, i did sir that. 
Uh, that was great. Well, um, the water's loose, brother. Yeah. Uh, the family that we went with, well, because I had my 89-cent jug of water, so I was staying oh. hydrated, right? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, but the family we went with was electric. They were pretty crazy. It was a lot of, like, the mom was just like, oh, I love Colorado because you can say fucking shit here, and it's like nobody cares because we're from Indiana. And I was like, I was like, wow. So you, you're like, you're having a good time. And she's like, fuck yeah. And like, she was cra- like, she was crazy. No, and yeah. then uh, they had like two kids who I think they were in like ninth grade or whatever. But my man, I'm telling you, the, the, the boy, he didn't talk much, but when he talked, I think about 70% of it was cuss words. And then like 30% of it was like, you know, real conversation. Mm-hmm. And when you when you do whitewater rafting, the two people that sit in the front are like the ones that get the most wet and like have to like paddle the hardest. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, my ego kicked in. I was like, yep, I'm up in front. So I go up in front. Now, my dad goes right behind me and yep. we're on the left side. So I'm left front. My dad is left middle. OK. And when you row, the guy in the back goes, he's like he's like uh, forward or whatever. And you guys have to row all together. Because if you row together, you look like Navy SEALs. If you don't row together, you look like a drunk cow, probably. That's just how it goes. So not his words, not mine. Yeah, it so, looks badass if you all row together. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Right? I'm looking at boats in front of me all doing it together. I'm like, damn, that's a fucking, that's a team. That's a yeah. unit. But so my dad sits right behind me. And, um, you know, nobody knows really where I get my musicality from because like both of my, well, my, my, my dad for one, uh, has no musical ability, no offense to my dad. (laughs) He's just like, he's not great at music. So it takes rhythm to row the, row the, the boat. And so I have to watch across to the, the son of the other family in front of me and him and I are rowing together or whatever. And then there'd be one time there'll be like. Every other time, basically. So 50% of the time, mm-hmm. I start to row back, and my dad's paddle is already coming forward, and he smacks my paddle. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, hey, dude, you got you to gotta watch and like be in rhythm. Yeah, learn some Takadimi, Jesus. Yeah. And so like every other time, I'm like, I have to like turn around and smack him in the chest. I'm like, hey, pay the fuck attention. Like, hey, we're idiot. trying to row together. Yeah, he's, Jesus. Like, he's like, sorry, sorry. And then I mess up. Of course, I mess up the one time. And he's like, that's on you. You suck. You're terrible. And I was like, yeah, what, what was is like, he like Come day on, drinking during yeah. like, water rafting? They said that there was a gal. <laughs> they said that a week ago they had a gal come on just absolutely plastered. Oh, so the, they sat her. Imagine the experience. Yeah, yeah. So they sat her in like the back right next to the guide. And then, like, she kept, like, splashing the lady in front of her who she didn't know. Like, she didn't know this girl, but she kept splashing her or whatever. And then she started, like, playing with the paddle. And so the guy took the paddle, and she kept trying to get the paddle or whatever. And she got really upset. And then she, like, wrote a nasty gram or whatever to him. <laughs> and then woke up the next day and wrote an apology letter right afterwards. Oh, my God. She was like, I am so sorry. The amount of remorse. Yeah. And they kept you asking her. like, I did what? Yeah, they kept asking her. They were like, "Are you under the influence? Like, are you enticing?" She kept being like, "No, no, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not under the influence." And so yeah, she yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. Um. But anyways, so that was pretty fun. Um. But one thing I did want to mention with this like story is once you get done, and you'll understand this. I'm hoping the listeners will understand this. The feeling of like once you get like like 50 to 75% dried off 
and then you like change into like warm clothes. Oh, just that feeling of being like full cozy after being like wet and cold and stuff like that. And just like being like, "Mm." I feel excited. Yeah, that was uh, that was something we got to experience. So invigorating. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. Wow. Yeah. But no, uh, whitewater rafting was fun. And then we got to go up. Um, because what there's a bridge that goes across, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a park or something like yeah. that. Um, once we got done, we went up and we went across the bridge. There's like a gondola that rides across. There's like a 360 like tram across the thing would have been super sick. Um, they had to shut it down cause it got really windy, um, mm. about halfway through our rafting got really windy. So by the time we got up there, it was still windy. So they had to shut it down, but we got to walk across and it was cool. And we got to take some fun pictures and see it all. And, the gorge is an incredibly incredible beautiful place um is that your dog yeah there's my dog yeah okay. if you guys hear her in the background shout out sylph sylph um but anyway so rafting was super fun and then yep. we got and to then- like go to big burger world and i wanted to talk about big burger world because it seems like everywhere i go when i'm on vacation i go to a burger fries and shake joint i don't know why i just that's my favorite. Why wouldn't you? I literally, I best. went to Five Guys last night and it was smacking. Yeah, I believe it. Um, so I stopped going to Five Guys. Side of comment. I went to, I stopped going because um, the fries got really, really fucking salty. And I think somebody died in the restaurant in the town where we live in. Uh, I think somebody died in the restaurant. So I just stopped going. No way. When? Yeah. When uh, would that have happened? It, it must have been back in like 2006, 2007. I can't remember. It was when Bro, I was I've been young. going there since then. It was back when, yeah, back when we were young. I don't know. Oh Anyways, word. so I just stopped going. But maybe maybe I'll have to start going again. Because I, I have heard good, and I've had the food. Like, it's fantastic. It's, it's so but good. Like, yeah. But it also puts, I'm sure, like, I'd have to, I'd gain 5, 10 pounds from. No, yeah, it puts a rock in your stomach. Yeah. For, for a little bit, for sure. Um, One other thing about Colorado that I didn't know, um, they don't have water towers. Oh, no. Um, I they have like the, halfway the through the trip. Yeah, yeah, halfway through the trip, I was like, I didn't see a single fucking yep water tower. Um, that's crazy cool. to me, just because of the fact that we live in Minnesota. Like, it makes sense, obviously, scientifically, reservoir, right? You got it because it's gonna it gets too hot, it evaporate out of the top. But like, you know, just like making that like connection, I was like, damn, okay. Yeah, great place in Colorado to see that reservoir is if you go on the uh, Falcon's Peak hiking trail a little bit in the mountains you get up to the spot that's like an overlook of almost the entire city and then literally right below it at like at the uh, at the helm of the city like right before you get to see the entire skyline is the reservoir from this top area and you get like this uh, it's almost like a picture frame through a grove of trees with a bench right there so it's like the best spot for taking pictures And the reservoir is massive. Sure. And I don't know how um, how the water sitch is out there right now, but of course well, Minnesota. Is. It was really nice. They said that it rained on like Tuesday or Wednesday before uh-huh. we got there, so yeah. that was nice. The water was up for the rafting and whatever. But they said it's been relatively dry. Um, yeah. But like they said, not as bad as uh, up in Minnesota. No, there's no chance. I don't know if there's, I mean, anywhere besides like the desert. That uh, that is drier than Minnesota. Yeah, it's been pretty bad, mm-hmm. but um, no, Colorado was super super awesome. Uh, a lot of the trip that I really enjoyed, uh, because we flew into Denver, we had to drive down to the Royal Guard. Mm-hmm. A lot of what I enjoyed is really just sitting in the car and uh, watching, you know, watching oh. uh, out the window, seeing all the different things, and getting 
getting to see all the different, you know, because Minnesota, well, it's it's pretty flat. I mean, in its generalization, once you get up to like Duluth and things like that, a little bit different. Yeah. But like, like where we're from in Minnesota, it's very, it's relatively flat. So to get to see like mountains till you can't see anymore is like pretty cool. And we got to see that and. And that was fun. But uh, one thing I did want to talk about um, about the trip is um, so my dad being my dad was rushing being a dad actually was rushing us out of the house uh, for our flight on Thursday mm-hmm. uh, as dads do yep. uh, because he thought we were going to be late. And it turns out we were an hour early per usual. I knew that. I told him I was like, chill out. Like, but, you know, dad being dad. Um, so I ended up forgetting my AirPods at the house that is tragic um, which is really tragic because i have a plane i have two plane rides and then the entire trip um with no with no earbuds because i don't i don't carry the wire ones anymore mm-hmm. um i think i gave them to my sister she never gave them back or my mom sounds or right or yeah. something like that yeah um but basically there i gave them to some oh maybe potentially um uh, uh up at college yeah um, and uh so I just don't have them anymore. Um, I just never forget my AirPods. And yeah. then I forgot them. And I was really, I was kind of bummed. But then I was like, I remember Dylan being all like uppity uppity when he got his tire issue. And he was like, man, but things could be so much worse. So I'm going to have a positive attitude about it. So I was like, you know what? That's just fine. Um, I will have a positive attitude about it. I will soak in the entire trip. With no music in my ears, and that's gonna be a okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good. I mean, it was it was good. Uh, I got to sleep on the plane, and this is how I know God exists. I slept on the plane for the first time of the first time I ever slept on a plane. Okay. And I sat next to a couple and their two year old baby, and the baby made a single sound, like the entire trip. Only one like sound. The, yeah, and it was like at the end. Oh my word! So, what a great child! It was fantastic. She said the the mom said like we think she's gonna sleep through the whole trip. I was like, yeah, you're bullshit. But turns out she did, and I was like, no way, that's super dope. Yeah. Um. But uh, plane ride back, totally different story. I was like, this is like there's three babies, two dogs. I was like, this is too much. But, anyways, um. So, but yeah, I got to kind of experience all of it and kind of soak it all in. I didn't listen to. Like, we would listen to music in the car while we were driving. We uh-huh. also actually listened to episode eight of our podcast in uh-huh. the car, too. Um, but, because uh, I never remember, like, what we talk about yeah. in our podcast. And I mean, one yeah. of the things I really hate, actually, um, like, do ask me, but, like, one of the worst questions I have to answer is, like, what is your podcast about? Like, when yeah. I tell people we have a podcast, they're like, well, what's it about? I'm like shit if i know dude like i have no idea i don't remember what i said last episode i don't know what i'm gonna say next episode yeah um but it's just like you know just words well yeah because one thing you should know is like besides maybe some things to do with like opening remarks or like when i talked about uh the whole masculinity subject a couple episodes ago and i had facts pulled up for that like that's about the extent of like planning that i do for these episodes because um, me personally, and I know that some people enjoy like the genre podcasts. Like if you have like, uh, like a specific podcast that has to do with like murder mystery or crime or business, finance, sports, there's a lot of great podcasts that have to deal with those things and they have very good niche audiences. 
But when it comes to just open forum discussion and uh, something that's that's stimulating and that can keep you engaged, uh, having just a regular conversation based podcast with uh, with you know some deeper topic matters, but also just um, just discussion in general, I think is just as good and it comes a lot more organically in my opinion. Because if I had everything like planned and written down for every single episode and scripted out and I knew exactly what I was going to say, I feel like it would be less fun. Like I think having an outline for an episode is one thing, but like knowing what you're going to say all the damn time would get exhausting. And I'm sure that there are some people out there that do that and it works for them and you know all the power to them for being able to make that work but we just don't right and, and we like i mean i think that that's worked better for us and it's been a hundred percent um especially since we have like busier schedules imagine trying to get into like the college life and plan out a podcast around all of the other things we have to do it'll be nice just to be able to um go and you know and i think that that's kind of part of the intrigue of from what i've heard from other people that have listened is the intrigue is just like you know, listening to you just like speak and like yeah. getting your like brain on on audio. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I think it's also an anticipation thing, right? Because if you have a genre podcast, you know exactly what is going to be talked about every single week, generally from week to week. Usually if you're a sports podcaster, you're usually in a specific type of sport that you're podcasting in, right? I mean, there are some that do broad sports analysis and whatever, but like you, you might have a podcast on like the NFL and on football. Like if you look at the Pat McAfee show, it's primarily about football. Um, of course, with some other things tied in there, but primarily about football or you look at their like baseball central podcasts or whatever. But when you tune in every single week, you don't know a lick about what's going to be mentioned, what we're going to talk about, um, what we're going to bring up in any regard, if there's going to be any TikTok audio shared, if there's going to be more funny stories about travel. You don't know what's going to happen, basically. And when you anticipate something and you don't know what's coming and you're unsure of it, it makes you uh, grasp On the edge of your seat. even more. Yes, because you're... You're awaiting that result that you're like, what's going to happen next? What? I'm so excited. Um, I'm uh, sure that's the only not how, thing, how the only thing that I really um, plan out is if I ever have a thought in my brain yeah. and I'm like, man, that should be talked about on the mm -hmm. podcast. I'll put it in a note document. Yeah. Um, but like you'll notice that it's like one thing per episode. Yeah. Um, usually it's not much. But now that we're on the topic. Um, I would like to start a new segment, a new segment, like a, our first ever, but like weekly segment or episode Lee segment. Really? On this podcast. is exciting. Uh, I didn't I, tell I, Dylan about this. I don't know what, what the segment is. So but, I'm, I believe me, I'm telling you that I don't know what this is and I'm kind of excited. I now. think that you're going to like it. You do. Um, yes. Oh, great. So what ah. it's called. Okay. It's called Shear Me Out, dude. Shear me out? Oh, Jesus. Sure, sure this is the most on-brand thing for Joe. So, yes, because I say this a lot because I have a lot of, like, out-there thoughts. Yep, yeah. Um, but hear me out, dude, is kind of, like, the idea that I have. And so for – and then for this week, the hear me out, dude, yep. is I think that there should be a ticker above everybody's head or somewhere on a person Yep. that just is always there. Okay. And if I like, let's say that I look at Dylan and yep. there's a ticker yep. 
on there and it says there's like a green check mark next to it yeah it means that i will see you again in person and if there's a red x it means i'll never see you again in really right so if i'm walking like the idea is i'm walking down the street yeah like let's say i'm walking in new york city yeah very very basic and i i'm walking down and i see all i'm gonna see is a bunch of red x's you're gonna see a ton of red x's yeah. but if i see a check mark yep it means that I'm going to see that person again somewhere. Okay. Or, for instance, this would be cool if, like, I had a childhood best friend. You probably knew him. Um, his name was Nick Moe. Oh, yeah. Nick. Um, he, like, I, have ne- I haven't seen him yep. since I was, I don't know, seven or eight, I okay. think. Yeah. Um, I, and back in that situation, had I seen, like... Had I saw him one day with a red X over his like head or whatever, yeah. knowing that I would never see him again, like I think that that would be valuable because then I can say like, you know, uh, any last things that I would want to say to him. Yeah, like, you I, know what I mean, I think that the premise is good, but to counteract, don't you think that that's kind of like playing God in a way? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like like when you think of think of, think about this. So if you're if you're walking down the street and you already have a distinguishing point as to who you will see and not see or who you will interact with again, then how can any interaction be organic anymore? The thing is, because is you're, in, you're instantly defeating what the purpose of like in a conversation initiation should be. It should be based on peak interest and not on like like the check mark, right? So the thing is, the, the idea behind it is like the fact that like. If there's a check mark, you don't know when you're gonna see them again or what they what well, yeah. in what form. You just know that you're gonna see them again. Okay. So for instance, like if I like we're leaving college, mm-hmm. right? Um for the year. Okay. Uh and we have a like a bunch of friends, but one of them is in the future decides that he's gonna like um, you know, like do something else. Yep. Uh, then, like, over the top of his head, we'll see an X, and we'll know that, like, I don't know. It was just a thought that I had. See, I think that in terms of, like, if you're in a situation where you have, like, older relatives or, like, friends in a situation like college or high school that you're, like, leaving an environment, uh, I think that it would be beneficial. But also, like, what if... I don't know. I just think, like, personally, like, philosophically and the way that I believe the world operates is that you can't play God. And the natural way that uh, social interactions occur and the way that we live our daily lives in general in terms of, like, playing life, uh, you can't play life, right? I don't think that we can uh, all of a sudden be like, hey, check marks on everybody like get like them an arm patch with like an led screen on it or whatever like like whatever it may be i think that as much as it would be great to see like hey on my grandma's shoulder today has an x so this is the last time that i'm gonna be able to see right that was kind of like the idea behind it obviously there are i feel like that but i feel like that would be like do you think that that would be even more heartbreaking to like know it depends. that and it here's was the going other to thing. happen. The other thing is you could choose. You know what I mean? So you could like if if this is – if because this isn't a thing and it never will be because like you said, you can't play God. Well, you can't play life. So we can't never, be too sure with 
the the world governments and the crazy tech that we're developing. But I don't believe this to be a thing that will exist, at least in God, my I lifetime. Hope not. But you could choose. You know, I I, pres- I would presume that if this came about, you could choose whether or not you wanted to be a part of it. Um, and so like that would be up to you. Me personally, the way that I looked at it is when I thought of it, it was more of like like you said so like knowing whether or not you're going to get to see this person again like high school friend a college friend or uh, a relative um like anything like that just knowing that like if this is the last time i'm going to get to see this person that i make sure that i'm fully invested in being with you and present with like i don't know it could just change some things yeah um for the better but obviously again it could change things for the worse you know if you see somebody that you think you're going to know for a really really long time and all of a sudden there's an like a red x or whatever like a check yeah. mark then it could be like oh shit what's about to go down you know what i mean yeah that would just or, be like for instance like if you're like if you're like you're headed off to like you're a soldier headed off to war yeah and your mom sees a red x on you like that like so that's like the flaw in it and that's where i i would i would presume you choose not to well of course or you I could would never like, here's what you, you know would be cool is if you could choose, right? So you'd say, like, these people in my life right now, I don't want to know. But, like, people walking down the street that I don't know. Because that's the other cool thing, I think, is it's like, if you see somebody walking down the street who you don't know, and there's a check marks above them, I think that's interesting, because then you'd be like, hmm, I wonder when I'm going to see that person again. Even well, if it's just in passing again. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean? even if it's just like either walking down the street again or seeing them in line for a coffee or in a checkout lane at a Target or whatever it is. But I th- I think that, yeah, whenever it comes to like, to that situation, you also have to think about integration. Like how would you really integrate that? Because if, if we're all of a sudden just saying like, in theory, this could happen, like in some like parallel universe, where like you know, uh, like science doesn't exist, and it's just, uh, it's just a free open world, and there are no property properties of time and science that apply. Then sure, we have this piece of tech that can predict every inch of the human pattern and how we interact with other people. Sure, we'll go there. Um, you have to think about integration, and what I think that they should do is just like nowadays. We, uh, we go into the eye for LASIK surgery. What they should do is go into the eyeball for a surgery, but instead put a, um, a, another lens inside of your eye that can uh, project that. So it's yeah, like a right. micronized lens yep. because it would either be that or we would transition to wearable tech. So we'd either have like the, like, you know, like Snapchat spectacles or like Google Glass. Well, I think like you could just, things. you could just offer a, I, a contact lens, I think, would be a, because then, in the same way, if you do a contact lens, you're choosing to put that contact lens in your eye, and you're choosing to be able to see, you know, that 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 you know whether or not you're going to see that. So you could that could be a really easy way of doing going about it. Just doing having like an electronic type of um, contact lens where it just like you said projects. God, that's, that's nuts to think about, man. Yeah. But if we if we ever get to that point, I do I do genuinely hope that I have passed away and have moved on. Like and I, I hope that that doesn't even happen to like my kids or my grandkids or my grandkids' kids. Well, I don't right? think it necessarily happens to them. I just think it is an it would be if it did come about, it would be an option, I think, for them. But 
Anyways. Well, yeah, it's how it's just like how there's going to be an option to go to Mars. Right. Like, but the case closes on the check mark. That's just, uh, you know, hear me out, dude. I think that That's what it is. I think that that is really because I think that there would be situations in which it piques curiosity and is a good thing to have and can promote maybe a new interaction that you didn't intend to have that could lead to something great. But in in a different light, you know, you also have to look at, I think that there would just be so many more negatives than there would be positives, mostly when it comes to the effect on like mental health. Like think about that of having to, um, not even when talking about the random people, um, but you're always going to be in anticipation of when you're going to see that red X on people that you love. That's all you're going to be thinking about. So when you walk into a room like to see your father or something and you walk into the room, usually it's all green check marks. But every single day that you wake up, you need to go and check on your family down in the kitchen when they're making breakfast. And you need to make sure that your mom, your little sister, your dad all still have the green check marks so that they're still there. They're still with you the next day. Uh, devil's advocate, you don't because if you saw the green check mark the day before, you know you're going to see him again. So you don't have to check. Well, yeah, but you need to make sure that because the, the red X can appear so for on instance, the day after. No, not correct. Here's what. I, so here's here's the thing. So like, for instance, like my grandpa. Right. So when I if I saw him, like I'll see him before I go back to college. Yeah. If I see him and he's got a green check mark, I leave his house. I have full comfort in knowing that I will see him again. Okay. Because the red X only appears once you see him for the last time. Yep. So you would. So you don't have to check on your family every single day. That would be. Yeah. So like you would know that, like yeah, basically you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to, but then you'd all. I mean. If you saw the red X on that day, you'd know that seeing them for breakfast before you go to work or school, if you see a red X in the morning, like, y you understand what I mean by, like, the anticipation of it. Oh, yeah, I understand. Which is, I, I guess, the way that I was thinking about this theoretical function of this right. lens um, in our eyes. But but I, I feel like just for anybody, and maybe this is just me being crazy, but if there was, like, a piece of tech that could do that— I would be equally as obsessed with it as I hate it, and I would, like, need to know. Yeah. Because because once you have that power to, like, know when when the end is near uh, for somebody that you love or care about or whatever, right, it is just – I mean, it would be an immense power to have, but it would be so terrifying. Yeah. It's just like how I would never want to be uh, – in a position of power in the political realm of the United States, because I think that that job would be terrifying. Uh, even when it comes to a local legislature, even when it comes to like being on the city council or a school board or even a mayor of a town, uh, like, my, my uncle's a mayor of a town. It's a, t I mean, every single job in government from local, uh, to state all the way up to federal, there is just, constant scrutiny and i would feel like i would be absolutely terrified you're damned if you do damned if you don't in every single situation and in this situation 
Uh, you're damned if you do when putting on that lens because then you get to see these outcomes without it happening organically. Uh, but you're damned if you don't because then you don't get to see if you're seeing your grandma, your sister, uh, even an animal for the last time. Would this apply to animals? You'll be just any life form. No, I think it's well, just humans. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it was when I came up with it, it was yeah. not thought out at all. Um, well, yeah, but I would presume in our well, imaginary just imagine you go world, to, you go to take Sparky out to go to the bathroom, and I then you see humans. you see a red X, like that would kill me inside. I'd be like, "What the fuck?" I think I'd care much, much less. And About, if there was if there was a human lens and an animal lens, I don't think I would pick to wear the animal lens at all. Oh no, I'm not saying that. But if there was like a uh, a complementary lens that had them both, right? I think it's an interesting idea, but once again, I don't believe in playing God. Nope. Um, you know, or whatever higher power you believe in that that has created the universe. Uh, but I think that this is a, I think that's a good series to start because then either of us can propose ideas each week. Mm-hmm. Um, and trust me, there are some times where I'm just like sitting in the shower or like on the couch, and I'm like. Mm. Oh my god, dude! Shower. Like, okay. imagine if elephants could this? bark. Uh, Literally, showers. The thing is, is I take really, really long showers. I can't remember if I've talked about this yet or not. I take no uh, immensely, yeah, immensely really. long showers. Yeah, um, they're obnoxiously long. Well, at college, I was, and and in my earlier years, I could. My parents kind of cut down and and did a couple of things to shorten my showers, but. Once I got back up to yeah, college, the water had, bill was tripling. Yeah. So once I got back up to college, I would take like anywhere from like, I mean, if it was an after lift shower, I had to get to class. It was something a little bit different. But like if I had the time or I was feeling some type of way or I was a little bit depressed or meso, I would like take anywhere from like half hour to hour and a half long showers. And when I tell you that those are like refreshing to me, like a lot of people ask me, like, why do you take such long showers? And you I'm take them you, like boiling hot too, right? Um, not necessarily. I've gotten better because my parents like turned off the hot water at my house. Um, I've gotten better about like enjoying colder showers, but generally speaking, it's relatively hot. Um, but like, especially after like a late night uh, football practice, those are like piping hot. But like, um, like you sit in the shower, you can do so much. You can you can sing. You can, you know, win arguments that haven't even happened. You can come up with comebacks for conversations that happened two weeks ago. Like, you can do some of, I do some of my best thinking in the shower. Uh, so when Dylan's like, yeah, what if elephants comport? Like, that is, like, just premier shit that would come out of my brain in the shower. Yeah, I think that, well, it also came down to, uh, well, when we were up at school, people would... People knew right away about Joe's obnoxiously long showers because Joe used to try and bring his obnoxiously large subwoofer that is like his Sony party box, which literally, if it was even at half volume, it would shake the whole dorm. We needed to keep it on like one notch of volume, and we'd still get complaints from our neighbor Zeb that he could like feel the bass in his bed. Um, And he would bring that in the shower. Let's pause that real quick. Zeb? 
Uh, listen, buddy, that was your fault. You chose to move into the room next to us, and you knew what was coming. So that, first and, first and foremost, was your fault. You chose to move there. Well, it but, was his choice to move there, but alternatively, he yes. was getting out of a different situation. Valid. And he was not expecting to have the speaker pressed up against the wall that he was he moving into. It's been there all year. Or it was there all year. But yeah, he's not expecting it to be on and bumping at 2 a.m. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> so then I get a text or a call or we get a pound on the wall and we're like, fuck, we pissed off Zeb. It happened. And uh, and then immediately I'm like, Joe, turn it down. Turn it down. But what he would do is he would bring in this party box into the showers and he would take these same obnoxiously large, uh, large, uh, large and long showers. Um, and he would be in there. And at college, since there's no hot water restrictions whatsoever, he would be in there. When he had free time, he was in there for an hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. And then people would come into the room. They're like, Joe's been gone for an hour? Where'd he go? And I'm like, oh, he's just in the bathroom. He's in the bathroom. Shower. Like, is he taking a massive dump or what the hell is he doing? And I'm like, no, he just uh, he's taking a shower. He's having his me time. Yeah. Just, just give him a little bit. That is my me time, by the way. Like, that's how I recharge it. Just be yeah. by myself. That's his decompression. Everybody yeah. has their decompression yeah. thing, man. If, if you don't, I feel really bad that you haven't figured it out. Um, because everybody has that thing. You know, for some people, it's like, you know, having, having like a bath. I'm not really a huge bath person. I've taken a couple um, in my adult life um, just as like a last resort trying to like relax technique. Uh, they aren't super big for me. Maybe it's just because I'm not a bath expert um, with like, you know, because there's different types of suds and Epsom salts and you can put candles around it and use bath bombs and all these unique things. But just bathing in general, I don't want to sit in my filth for like the entire time, like because you clean yourself. Right. So what I'd rather what I'd rather do is shower and get super clean. Right. Um, and you know, wash my hair, do whatever I need to do with body wash and then fill up the bathtub right afterwards with, uh, with warm water and then take a bath because that seems like the most hygienic and it's what I've done when I've taken baths. My buddy, um, Tadeo's from Germany. Oh, he used to be like, he used to tell me he used to take baths and then immediately go sit out in his like family garden and just like sit there nude. And just like soak it all in, in the garden or whatever. What was he fucking? Was he soaking in dirt into his ass cheeks? No, he was sitting on like a chair or something like that. But oh, so I don't he know would what, take well, a bath and then on. just go and sit in the middle of his garden. Yeah, you know how zen that is. I envy oh I that. no, he loves it. Yeah, he says he loves it. I envy that kind of mindset because unfortunately, like a lot of other people in today's world, like the first thing that I do once I get out of the shower. What do you think the first thing I do when I get out of the shower is? Dry yourself off. Um, yes, right after that. Put on clothes. No. Um, I dry off, and then I, I might put oil in my hair, but then right after I wash the oil off my hands, what's the first thing I do, the third step? You moisturize your face. No. These are all the <clears throat> like the long-term like routine things that I have in terms of like skincare or whatever, but I check my phone. I check my oh, okay. phone. That's what I'm trying to circle around to is that like every other person in the world, there are just in today's society because of the way that we need to live and communicate with one another, we become addicted to our cell phones. And to have the self-control, to like willingly be like, I'm going to shower, not touch my phone, go outside and just sit in the garden. Who knows? Maybe he's on his phone in the garden, but. He probably is. 
Okay, would, so then this all this all is a sham. It went yeah. to crap. I was thinking this guy was a Zen ninja <laughs> who lived in a mountain uh, and came down to his garden to have his uh, Zen time after his elegant baths. But apparently the German denies. Uh, I, well, I mean, a I have lot no of idea. beer in that garden too. Not beer. No, actually, yes, I like. Yeah. Um. But anyways, no. <laughs> yeah, he's. A, are you kidding? How old is he? He's, I think he's 18. Yeah, you know how, how old you have to be to drink in Germany? Hey, you, hey remind me after. He's been you. drinking for a couple of years. That's accurate. But you know legally. what? Hey, legally, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Uh, here, you can look through his uh, his uh, social media. Oh. Oh, he, he must have taken most of it down. Oh, shoot. Here, look through it anyways. Um. But anyways, yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> uh, yo, okay, so look, I know you guys can't see this, but look at your friend right now and tell me that that doesn't look like, you remember Fred, like from back in the day on the internet? Like, hey guys, it's Fred. He was like the original viral yes. super. Look at your fucking friend's face. Oh, yes. He looks That's like accurate. Fred. Oh my God. I'm sure he's a wonderful guy. But gosh, he's awesome. The the resemblance to Fred. Oh, geez. I forgot about Fred. Yeah, I forgot about it until just now. And then I looked at his face. I was like, who does he look like? And I was like, oh, my God. Hey, guys, it's Fred. But no, uh, I so I am headed back to Moorhead in like, uh, well, technically, I'm leaving in like, uh, 48 hours time <laughs> and I'm leaving my boy behind <laughs> but he'll, he'll be back up he'll be up and uh, he and Sadler will be up in uh, in the apartment this year I'm literally um, gonna cry myself to sleep for a week and a half so one thing we should address uh, currently is um, our fourth roommate uh, Logan he was scheduled to be in our apartment this past year um, and he has chosen to, to not be a part of our apartment, um, this year. And, um, he's actually chosen not to come back to Concordia. Um, and I think that that should just be addressed because, um, for future reference in any other future podcasts. Well, yeah. And we've, we've um, mentioned his, his name briefly and you guys already knew that we were going to have roommates and we're going to try and have guests on the show. So uh, so Joe's right. Just trying to keep you in the loop yep. as, to, as to what's going on with us. So we are going to have just three roommates in our apartment next year. Me, Joseph Coral, Dylan, and Sadlowski. I should start calling him Sam on the podcast, but, you know, that is what it is. Sam Sadlowski, that's, that's the guy. He's yeah. awesome. We can't wait to room with him. Um, we're talking about a lot of – well, obviously, and then fourth roommate, Demetrius. Oh, yeah. Um, can't even forget about him. Um. I think we can, but we'll allow him yeah. to stay. So did you want to explain who the, who who Demetrius is? Okay, so, hey, guess what, guys? Joe works at Quick Trip. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking know? No way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So Demetrius is one of the uh, ever so elegantly animated characters that's like one of the Quick Trip workers. He's basically, he looks like, you know, just a nice built, uh, built like, uh, you got broad shoulders. Yep. Um... Looks great in the KT shirt. Absolutely. Just a super fit black guy. And you walk into the store, 
And you see him there smiling, cheesing with his pretty white teeth. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty good piece of advertising. Then Joe rings me up. He's like, what's up, baby boy? Because mm-hmm. that's how he answered the phone usually. He was like, I have something new for the apartment. And usually whenever he tells me these things, it's he knows that it's not something that I'm going to be like super over the moon about. But right. he knows that he's going to fucking uh, laugh his ass off because of my reaction. So he Correct. sends me a picture of this. He got a sign uh, from work. He just stole it. He stole the sign. Of I did not steal it. Pause. Joe, if you're listening, I didn't steal it. You told me to throw it away. Um, and technically speaking, I will throw it away in like nine months. So he took it mm-hmm. from the store. And uh, he also has uh, a couple of other quick trip signs. Who And he's adamant about putting these signs up in our living space, um, i.e. the living room, like the, the common area. Like, well, the bakery sign will go up in the kitchen. Where are you going to fit that in the kitchen? Uh, it's going to be right underneath the cabinets. Are you, that, you think there's enough room for that? Yep. I have a spot. Okay. I mean, you know, there are things that I'm doing for the apartment right now. <laughs> and I'm just letting Joe stay in his lane for the, the signage that he's bringing. And, I'm bringing signage. And the positivity bringing, and great personality that he's bringing to the building. Um, whilst I am, you know... Like, I ordered lighting for the apartment the other day um, because I basically said, hey, guys, do we want to do lights last year? And they were like, yeah, let's do it like your room was last year. I was like, well, we have a bigger space, so we'd have to work on some things. And they were like, oh, yeah, you can figure it out. I was like, I mean, yeah. So I basically drew up a diagram of the entire space and then went through and said, we need to put a light strip here, 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 and then we're going to have... Uh, a lamp right here and floodlights right here and then it's going to be lit up and then we're going to go boom and we're going to say uh hey uh the the a word of that one amazon product that uh that responds to you i she's sitting right next to me so i can't i can't say it um otherwise she'll start barking at me um but you know you say hey how many can you fit in a tesla oh jesus um but no we got the, yeah, the lighting's all going to be, like, voice-activated and Wi-Fi-controlled. So we'll be able to just say, hey, I'll, um, turn on the living room, and then everything will turn on. That's it'll what's be, up. It'll be really cool. Um, but, no, yeah, Joe's contribution to the apartment. He's bringing, like, pots and pans and silverware and a lot of no, really, like, really good stuff. No, like, let's preface. I'm bringing real shit. I'm, yeah, like you said, pots and pans. No, yeah, he's not pans. just bringing the signs. Right. Silverware, uh, dish towels. He has taken an active role um, in a lot of those. Yeah, I'm bringing my piano up there. Yep. Uh, He's bringing like end this, tables. The, the chairs, my lazy yeah. boy. Like I'm bringing end tables, med tables. Yeah. But I'm also bringing the KT signage. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be valid. And a couple other signs that I found. Uh, there's one that's like hard hat something. Hard hats here or whatever. Employees only. Here. There's an employees only sign I got for the door. Wow. Uh, so it'll be cool. So only em- employees of where are allowed in there. Uh, Quick Trip, Burnix, and Rutgers. That's valid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm gonna, uh, if I'm gonna be going. Well, because if I don't move back home next summer, I'll have to get a different job. Yeah. So. So are you just like putting in your two weeks, uh, like after you're done this, or are you like quitting after you're done this summer, or are you gonna like, quote unquote, maintain? Um, like a 
on break type oh, thing. Yeah. So basically here's the deal. My manager is probably the most chill person on the planet. Yeah, that's uh, what's up. He's just he or my supervisor. So basically what he told me is like, yeah, technically you need to like put in like formal requests if you want time off and like when your end date is, but literally just text me everything you want me to know and I'll just do it myself. And like, you don't got to worry about it. So basically everything came up. I was like, okay, last day of work is going to be Friday, August 20th. Uh, and I need to have a short day. And he was like, cool. Thanks. And like this next weekend, uh, I'm going up to a cabin, uh, kind of as like a, like a last summer, like get together, have some fun kind of deal. And I was like, uh, probably a month ago, I was like, Hey, there's a thing going up at, uh, at the deal. And I need the weekend off. He's like, yeah, great. That's cool. So, uh, my position on it is I just told him I'd be done. He asked me about returning. Um, and I just basically said that it's all up in the air as to if I get a place up in Moorhead after we're done with the apartment, which would be like renting a house or doing whatever. And then, because if we can get a house and sort out like jobs, I would want to stay up there. Well, and I think that's what we're going to do. Um, like we haven't necessarily like super, super discussed it and it's all kind of up in the air. And that's yeah. one of the things that I was talking with my parents about is just like, you know, I am leaving, um, within 48 hours yep. and then I obviously will come back during like, uh, breaks and like, uh, holidays and things like that. Yeah. But um, you know, looking forward to next summer, potentially doing a house with the boys, um, would, would mean that I'm not coming home next summer, which means yep. that I don't know how much more time I'm going to have to visit some people that I normally would see a lot, yeah. uh, in the summer down here. Um, so that is something else that we're yeah, working through. That's, that's the really real part about, um, about what I've had to start accepting and am beginning to accept about like, um, like right now within these next within these this next year next two years is really i've acknowledged is going to be a huge transition point just when it comes to to life in general especially when it gets to like uh our junior year and like toward the end of our junior year basically what'll start happening is of course once you get into your senior year you have to start doing like mock interviews for jobs and doing student teaching and uh and doing all these things that are basically marketing yourself and planning ahead to go into the job market being done with college, which is something right now that we're like, we'll never be done with college. Um, but we will. Um, so it's something that you have to plan for. And then of course, uh, Joe and I share the same viewpoint as much as we value people that are back home, uh, and some relationships that we still hold. Um, fortunately for us, we really found ourselves up at school in terms of uh, people that surround us that make us feel more motivated, more passionate about uh, achieving our goals and also make us feel completely accepted, which I think is a big, big, big thing. Uh, I would I would talk about that uh, countless amounts of times uh, if I could. Um, and I'm sure it'll pop up again. We've talked yeah. about it and we and, will talk about it. It's yeah. just like a big thing for us to have those good friends around us too. And developing in that community over the past year, I learned very quickly that I was like, this is the place that I need to be. And when I came home for the summer, sure, I've been like distracted by all the work I'm doing uh, and staying super occupied, which has been like great. And I've been able to uh, improve myself financially. But when it comes to being around people and socializing and feeling the most, uh, the most, potential to grow and the most motivation it's always going to be in, like in that community for the next couple of years because as much as I love my parents at you know back home here 
and some of friends that I have back here. Um, Moorhead has, I mean, that's, that's our new life. Like our life was here for 18 years, but it's funny how when you go someplace for one year, I mean, your, I mean, our lives changed entirely. And when it comes to some of our strongest relationships right now in our life, they're associated with school. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, like the strongest friendships in my life, like with Joe is because of school. Like it's really it. Like if we would have just seen each other at Allstate and just been in YCCM and not decided to pull the trigger, um, who knows if we would have been like nearly as good of friends. No, we wouldn't have been. Um, because, I mean, we both would have gone to the same college probably still, but who knows if that would have uh, been representative of us becoming friends or like meeting one another and actually like being content or, or whatever the deal is. Um, like thinking about if I would have gone through all of freshman year with a different roommate is like mind boggling to me. Can you imagine if I went through freshman year with a roommate who didn't sometimes have stinky piles of football clothes, who didn't sometimes what? take an hour and a half what? showers, who uh, who sometimes uh, didn't blast music while yelling bingo, bingo, bingo what? in the dorm room. Uh, just thinking about that, like imagine if I had like just a regular clean cut productive roommate who like went to class and didn't like the fuck are you doing off. to me right now um, why are you running my name through the mud like that when i when i'm talking about clean cut i don't mean it in a way to like say that you're the opposite of those things more what i'm saying is that somebody who's just boring um who basically just does their daily operations and doesn't bring much value yeah. um because you're still motivated you still get your work done but you bring a second element to a uh to being a roommate and then also to being a friend, which is actually having a sense of humor, being spontaneous, what? being able to do all the things to, uh, to engage people. Um, but no, I think that when it comes to moving out to Moorhead, I, I, I want to move there. I mean, that's yeah. just what I want to do. And Good then that means that we can take music lessons over the summer. Yeah. Uh, and that means that, that means that we can, uh, can work up there still see a lot of friends of ours that live up there over the summer still i mean that don't leave um you know just i mean it's just one of those things man that if i'm uh, still playing football i'll still i'll get i'll get to finally be able to do like reps with people up there over the summer because like yeah. right now over the summer i've been just working by myself because yeah. none of the teammates like live around here yep so like my long snapper and i will get to work together yeah over next summer which would be nice you know It'll be good. I think it'll be. It'll be. This will be good for us. This will. This, this will be quite good. good. For us. Uh, if you get that joke, good for you. Uh, you're supreme. the best. Um. Yeah. This is. A, this is a high. It's quite nice. It's quite it, nice. It, it, yeah. it is. It is quite good. Um. But but no, I think that it'll be. It'll be definitely a. Uh, a great adjustment going out to the apartment. I know that we like for the past couple episodes have just kept bringing up like how excited we are for school. Sorry if it's like a really bland subject at this point for you guys, but. We're really excited for school. Well, and and if you're listening and you're a, a younger of a younger age, yep. understand that this is what's coming for you. Yeah. And if you're of an older age, just remember that this is how you felt. Like yes. I think that this is very a very common thing. It's a lot of what I've heard from other people. Yeah. You're not looking forward to the school, but you're looking forward to the people and the the experiences and moments and all that good stuff. Yeah. And so like I, this is just common. And so, you know, if you're younger, just know it's coming. Yeah. And 
as much as some people look on it, like when I looked at college, I was like, this is going to be terrifying. I'm not going to fit in anywhere. I'm not going to make any friends. It's going to be crazy to have to deal and with. And he hasn't. Oh, wait. You need to shut up right oh, now. That's what's up. I mean, here's the thing. I have what I would have classified as friends in high school or just now all right. acquaintances at school, people that I see in passing. And then I have a very... Uh, it's a it's a subsidized group of friends. Uh, it's very it's very small, um, in terms of people I trust, people I hang out with, um, and we're much better off for it. That's yeah. all I can say. I did I have agree. one thing to to mention to you. Oh, okay. Joe and I are going to be going on vacation. Um, yeah. over we have a fall break. Um, at our school, or some people call it you know fall interim. And we have eight days off, and I'm I'm gonna book a trip with Joe. This is news to me. Uh, yeah, it is news to Joe. Um, if you remember, I can't remember if it was last podcast. I think it was actually two podcasts ago. We talked about traveling while you were young, uh, and I said we have a fall interim of a, like a seven to eight day break before when things start up again. Uh, it's at the end of October, so it's gonna be October 23rd to the 31st. But we okay. need to get back in time for Halloween, so it'd probably be like a four or five day trip and then getting back for halloween because we have there there are halloween parties and we have friends who like we are already planning costumes with um but joe and i are going on vacation um so and and funny part about what you're hearing right now is that of course we always record on the sundays before the episodes usually come out on wednesdays um but today on this sunday since joe is leaving all of next week and won't be here the sunday that i'm here to record again um, we are going to be doing two episodes today. Um, so this is one of two uh, that you'll be hearing this episode nine. And then episode 10 will also be today. So if we sound like uh, our voices are the same or that they have the same natural uh, resonance because of how they've been used throughout the day, that's why. Because we are recording on the same day. Um, it's very irrelevant information, but it's relevant to us. Uh, so just so you know about that. Um but we're going to be going on vacation. I was so excited. Um, are you going to tell me where the fuck we're going? Uh, well, there are a couple places where I think that we could go. Um, I was thinking that we could um, we could go on a New York-Boston trip. Uh, okay. Boston and New York. Uh, that would get pretty spendy. Um, or, I mean, of course, we could go to Colorado. I think that's something that we could do. Um I was thinking about Texas because I think that Texas would be really fun. Great barbecue down there. Awesome social scene. Uh, thriving infrastructure. Great economy. Um, all the things. Uh, I Moving to Texas right now is great, by the way. You can get like a four-bedroom mansion for only like $300,000. It was fucking hot down there. So there are a lot of destinations. Uh it really just depends on uh, on price and interest, uh, but I just decided that I was going to tell Joe right on the spot. That yeah, so you're going to have to keep going. this in mind. We're going on on vacation. Um, you're going to have to keep that in mind. Yes, um, as you're planning the vacay. Yeah, and I don't know what that's going to look like as far as practices go in between those games, but uh, 
that is what's up. But you're right. We'll have to. I'll have to be back for that game, and then obviously Halloween because the Scooby Crew is gonna yeah be doing our thing or whatever. But so yeah, the thing is, if they have practice over that gap in games, <laughs> they shouldn't. I really hope they don't, because then Cause that Concordia would be... Choir is not gonna. No, it's an interim. Yeah. So I mean, so it should all be off. It should be. I mean, every academic activity, which does include sports, um, should be off. So we should be good, even though like that Saturday where we like. M- would technically be leaving you have a game um but i'd be at the game anyway so you'd basically just yeah you'd you'd kill it at the game and then we'd grab what we packed That's and just be up. on our way but uh but yeah i'm taking my own aspirations of wanting to travel more seriously just because you know if you're sitting on 250 bucks and you're deciding about buying a plane ticket or letting it go to shit buy the ticket mm-hmm. and that's what i'm gonna do and of course, we'll plan this out, and there'll be an update on this vacation and the adventures that we'll have, and then we'll get to report on a vacation that we had together instead of Joe just telling me all the fun <laughs> that he has without me uh, when I'm still at home working yeah. 50 hours. A week. I have I have at least two vacays already planned by myself again. Well, not technically all by myself, but I have two more that I'll have, which are apart from you, um, and then we'll have that one, and then we'll have also. Uh, the crew is doing one in December. Yeah. Um, which more details to come on that because we haven't super much talked about it, but we have some good ideas for yeah, that. Yeah, it's as been well. an idea more in passing, and some things have been thrown out, and and whatever the case. But um, but no, wanting to go on that vacation, I knew I was going to catch him off guard because I didn't tell him anything about that of uh of doing anything over fall interim. I'm pretty sure that he was just like, Oh, I might plan a trip for myself. Maybe since there's a break, uh, but it sounds like something I'd do. Yeah. But little does he know, uh, I mean, he can only get away with not inviting me so many times before <laughs> I just invite myself. Um, that's what's up. Yeah, for sure. Well, anyways, guys, um, thank you so much for tuning in. Absolutely. Um, to this episode, once again, one of two on the day. Uh, so lovely to have your presence listening to our voices mm-hmm. once again. Uh, if you guys want to leave us any feedback, constructive criticism, please be sure to do so on anchor.fm or visit my my Twitter at Dylan Pringles or go to my comment section on TikTok, which is dpringle24. Once again, that's dpringle24. You can Bye. do that. Um, and give us all the advice. You can say, baseline is awful. I hate you guys. And we'll be like, all right, bet. Um, so um, just keep in mind, you can do whatever you please, uh, but just be nice. Our feelings need to be taken into account. Um, but thanks again. Uh, any final thoughts from you, Joseph? Uh, no, we just uh, we appreciate our listeners, every single one of y'all. Uh, we appreciate all the feedback that we receive. Um, that lets us know that people are listening and that you enjoy it or don't enjoy it or want to hear something about it. If you have uh, anything you want us to talk about, feel free to let us know. Yep. Our, our our brains uh, can be opened to anything yeah. uh, that you might want it to be. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, we're going to go run and uh, grab some goodies and maybe do some shopping. And then we'll be back for the next episode because I will be... Uh, not in the same location as Dylan next Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty broken up about it. I've developed separation anxiety from Joe, but that's something we can talk about on the next episode. So have a great rest of your week, guys. We'll see you soon. See ya. Love you guys. I'm-